0: I'm Bala from Bala Simple Chinese School. If you are a beginner, intermediate, advanced, looking for HSK study, business Chinese, or simply want to improve your everyday communication, I'm the teacher for you. Come and join me for a free trial class at a simple Chinese school. Craig here, welcome to another edition of the podcast, Tell Craig Your Story. Today we'll be speaking to Renee Walters. Now Renee is the co-founder and CEO of Sanray Entertainment here in Asia. He is the manager of frontman of Journey, Arnel Panita. And we talk about how he met up with Arnel and he tells an amazing story of how they met. And Renee was also the former manager of Australian-born singer-songwriter and one of the best guitarists in the world, Orianthe. And she was going to be the lead guitarist for Michael Jackson's last world tour. Now Renee has just come back from Singapore where he was working with the Doobie Brothers doing their 50-year anniversary tour. But before we go, please go to our website. We're at Podbean. Tell Craig Your Story at Podme.com. We have a link tree there which tells you where Tell Craig Your Story podcast is streaming. We are on all the major streaming services. We also have a YouTube channel there. Make sure you're subscribing to get all the latest updates at Tell Craig Your Story. We also have VK for our Russian listeners and WeChat for our Chinese listeners at Tell Craig Your Story. All right, here we go. This is my chat with Renee Walters on Tell Craig Your Story podcast.
1: Hello, Renee, how are you doing today? Good, man. Good, 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 good. Walk. Finally, we're together. We're together. Unbelievable. Don't my work. God, man. It Don't took work. me two and a half years to get my girlfriend. And it took a, almost a year and a half to get with you. <laughs> Come
0: on. you got to be persistent. I, persistence is amazing, yes. But We're you're here. All, you're all around the world. I, I call you up. You're here, there, everywhere. But yeah. great to be here. We're at the famous. Finally. Heyday jazz bar as well. Yeah,
1: I love this place for a lot of reasons. But, you know, three years ago I came in here. I stumbled in here. I was blown away by the... Uh, it, it's gorgeous. But aside from that, the uh, musicianship here is incredible, Absolutely. actually. I mean, it's... Uh, it's as good as it gets. The, the pianist here, honestly, is as good as I've ever heard anywhere in the world. Seriously. Good. And my girlfriend happens to own the place, but that's not <laughs> what I'm saying <laughs> this. You know, that, that's her plug for uh, having us sit over here, right? Come on.
2: Uh,
0: yes yeah, so... Get down here. Firstly, uh, I want to talk about the recent Doobie Brothers, 50, <laughs> in ah, Singapore. Interesting uh, place to start. So, yeah. okay, well,
1: let's see. So my company, Sanry Entertainment Group, has a number of different divisions. We have a primarily... What I do, manage, management company, which we have a lot of clients, including Arnell Panetta from Journey, Lee of Journey, and on and on. But we also have a production company, we have a virtual company, and we have studios, and uh, we do all kinds of different things. Yeah. I, I don't believe in agents. Oh, that's a whole other part of this conversation. Right. But uh, <laughs> we would be considered at some points an agency, but I still think that's a manager's job. But uh, yeah. Doobie Brothers, let's see, Singapore. Um, I wasn't disappointed with knowing, well, long story. First is that I knew the Doobie Brothers for, from well I, I from the time I was basically a kid, knew of them. Yeah, right. Are they I'm from St. Louis as well? Well, Michael McDonald is from St. Louis, yeah. and it turns out a lot of the places where he played, I played coming up as a musician as well, mm-hmm. and uh, which was a great thing for him and I when we met in, in, in uh, Singapore, because we were talking about, hey, you played here, then I remember your band when they played here, I remember... So that was kind of cool. Um, but the, the the thing of not being disappointed is what a great group of guys, man. I mean, yeah. they were the most genuine people you could possibly imagine. Um, I, they're so tight. Oh my God, the way they play, mm. uh, it was incredibly great. Also to um, be in a, in an environment where the where the, the the band is really there's no turmoil. There was no anything. They just get along great, and everybody was just out there to have a good time. Yeah. Th- they played at the Star Theater, uh, which is a great venue, great acoustically. Uh, we had a really nice crowd. And it was like almost five thousand people. Um, it was on a, I think it was a Wednesday night, mm. and uh, you know it's uh, it, it was it was a treat. And I got to tell you, man, when you saw the crowd and the diversity in the crowd, I never knew they breached out, you know, branched out so far. Yeah, I mean, there were. Uh, People from Malaysia and Indonesia that came in for the show all oh the way to Singapore. Wow! Um, there was a large Indian contingency.
2: Mm, interesting.
1: Um, and Asian, not American. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. Um,
0: it was. Uh, it was great. It was great. Do they go on a tour now, or is it? That just was the
1: first show of their Asian tour, which they finished. And right now, I believe they're in Hawaii, and they're doing like sixty shows going across North America coming up as well. Right. Uh, they're really, really doing well. I mean, uh, I, I think it's just great that at, at this stage of their career, they have this much energy yeah. and love to go out and perform. Yeah. So, yeah, it's
2: cool.
0: And for you, at the current time, uh, what are you doing in Shanghai? Uh, well, let's see. What are we doing in Chi- Well, in Shanghai,
1: different things. I, in, in China, different things we're working on right now is, one is we're developing an amphitheater in Hainan. Right. which will be state-of-the-art, including underneath the flooring will be able to turn into a massive, per se, pool for the big festivals
2: Yeah, right. um,
1: with fountains that people keep cool. It's mean kind of fun stuff. We're also building in Zhuhai recording studios as we speak. Uh, we'll, we'll start building again tomorrow. Um, but uh, the, uh, we're, we're building recording studios there. Um, people say, why did you choose Zhuhai? I said, well, it was really easy. I mean, it's 40 minutes at max from Hong Kong. Uh, by car yes. and uh it's fifteen minutes to Macau, oh. and the city is incredible it's kind of like being in Florida or something and um it's uh I- it's it's just it's on the rise um I'm, i I can't say the name of the architect because i'll screw it up. <laughs> I believe her last name was Hadid, but this woman who passed away was one of the top like five architects in the world, and she designed the most incredible amphitheater down there that will be opening at the end of the year it looks like a Lotus and it comes out of the water it's insane I never yeah. saw anything like wow. it Wow and uh, she did it with Waffle Group which is <coughs> a government agency company yeah yeah. and uh, inc- incredible incredible so we started building studios there and uh, in those studios we will do obviously recording uh, under normal sense we'll also be doing cross marketing probably between artists that are Western and Chinese I have a lot of artists that want to try that. Mm. And additionally, we're creating an app for phones, which is basically about done. And it's a uh, social media type app that uh, travels with you into bars, clubs, restaurants, whatever. And it's really kind of a complicated thing. But you can go everything from communicating with people at the bar to buying them virtual drinks or real drinks are to going back home to your studio and picking musicians from around the world recording music and throwing them in your box of which with your safety box you can then continue to use a lot of our samples to create songs and music and so on there
0: you go and
1: then we even offer services thanks to my attorneys who decided we needed this (laughs) that says (laughs) that that they're protected to that is their material and so on and so forth but yeah that's kind of cool too so um Lots of stuff. Meanwhile, still managing Arnell, lead singer at Journey.
0: And Um, they're they're currently on tour?
1: uh, They have two or three more shows in the States, and they're they're taking a little bit of a break. They're coming back out. I believe out of the last 50 shows, they sold 46 of them out. Wow. Wow. Uh, Yeah. They're still immensely popular, incredibly tight. Arnell's beyond belief the best vocalist I know or heard. Also, one of my best friends, which is cool. He's a partner in Saturday Entertainment too. Wow! Um, but and you've also uh, got
0: the charity with Arnell as well. Yes,
1: yes. We we do APFI, which is uh, really cool because you know um, people say this stuff, but we're actually really trying to try to do something that makes a difference. <laughs> when I found out how many kids, forget about like even in just the Philippines, but in America, mm-hmm. can't read, yeah. it's it's extraordinary. I mean, you sit there. I mean, I think. The way I grew up, I took it for granted that everyone could read. Mm. And uh, in the Philippines, a- as well as many other countries in the world, that's certainly not the case. And has put together an incredible program uh, trying to work on, on um, opportunity for education, schooling, reading, and so on in the Philippines called APFI. And uh, we bought school buses. We bought books. We built small schools. And we're trying to do what we can do. You know, it's uh, one step at a time. Uh, but this is real, like grassroots, hands-on yeah. stuff. We're not big enough to really, with uh, the with, with, with the charity yet to be able to. But you know, there's a lot of different things we want to develop philanth philanthropically. Wow, that's good. When you have a, we're having a hay fever cold from the pollen. <laughs> Saying a <laughs> word like that is, is challenging. But uh, yeah, I I think um, I think I think that it's important. And people say give back. I mean, it's not about giving back. I mean, everybody can do something. And uh, giving back always seemed to me to be a way for people kind of to say, well, I've got it, so now I want it. No, I, I think it doesn't even matter if you got it or you don't got it. Mm. There are people doing much bigger things than we are, yeah. and there are people that are not as fortunate as we are right now. So I look at it like everyone has something to contribute. Mm. There you go. You know. Philosophy by Renee at 8.30 p.m. here in <laughs> beautiful Shanghai, China. How did you meet Ha! Oh, no. well, great story for my birthday, to go see my favorite rock band, Journey. And uh, this was literally probably six weeks after Arnell joined Journey. Right. Or eight weeks. And uh, we were at the show. We were in Houston, Texas. And the guy behind me was... Okay, so I probably won't get in trouble or say he was a redneck, okay? <laughs> I mean, a full-on, <laughs> full-blooded redneck from hell. Yes. And this guy, he was expecting steve perry to walk out which i'm thinking to myself okay well, he quit oh, in 1988 right. there were a few in between but right. when he saw Arnell come out and saw he was asian yeah immediately he was completely i mean he was he, he didn't know what to do with himself all right <laughs> this guy he lost his shit like, well, i pay all this money for these t- uh, t-. anyway so i said to my buddies that were all with me i said man listen guys if this dude by the end of this show doesn't throw something at him <laughs> or <laughs> at least stops doing what he's doing i'm leaving tomorrow and um i'm not coming home until i get this guy well at the end of the thing the dude threw his cowboy hat up on stage he was blown away by rnell and i uh i literally that week it wasn't the next day but that week got on the road and i had a connection to a guy who was working with night ranger Dear Fred Kappis, Todd Kompasori, who passed away recently, sadly. Um, I called him, and he invited me out to the tour. So I kind of played hanging out with Night Ranger, who was opening. Them and Foreigner were opening for Journey. Right. And uh, maneuvered myself into five cities later, finally getting a meeting with Arnell. R- right. And I said to him, uh, who's your your manager? Not the Journey manager, because I knew that was uh, John Barrick who's incredible. He's a music icon, him and Irving Azoff. Yes and uh he 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 says to me well i'm mean, this guy and i said well does he do this and this and that and this he didn't really know what i was talking about and I said, okay well, look i'll give you six months for free and wow. then you can decide what you want well it was six days and uh, <laughs> he he decided i must know something i'm doing and that's been uh, i don't know 14 years or something yes however many years later and uh where was I on the story so yes so anyway it was incredible and um You know, the early days with Arnell bonded us, made a bond for us, because the the way people dealt with things, I mean, there were some very unsophisticated, horrible, racist, incredible people out there. And Mm -hmm. while 80% of the, 85%, even 90% of the people were blown away by him and ended up falling in love with him. That's why he's been there that long. To Phil Steeper, there were, in the beginning, there was a very hostile, yeah, I mean hostile um, I mean I saw him broken down on the side of the stage by some of the things people say, and wow. I would put I, we would talk, he'd take some oxygen, and then he would take a beep attitude
2: yeah <laughs> so um, yeah
1: so he would have that attitude then and and you know we got through that and uh, we we decided that the best way to, to to beat them was to get them to join us, you know, to actually respect him and see what he was doing. And Arnell, I mean, is the biggest fan in the world of Steve Perry Arnell Panetta, without a question. And uh, He always
0: says that in interviews. Oh,
1: yeah. Well, they met. I was there the night they met at the um, Hall of Fame, uh, Hall of Fame yeah. backstage, and it was incredible. And uh, I was uh, – he was a nerv- – Arnell probably must have decided what to wear three times over that night because he didn't know exactly what he was going to do. Yeah. He, he th- it, w- it was just nervous about meeting Steve. and. and and he didn't know how he was going to be received, you know. Yeah. And I got to tell you, man, st- I, I will always have a place in my heart for how Steve Perry treated him. It was, mm. uh, it was a beautiful thing. And uh, the respect that he gave him and how Steve treated Arneau, um, it, it was special. It was, and it was sincere. It was real. So, yeah, yeah that's cool. Okay, come up with more questions. I like uh, that. All right, uh-huh. this is
0: great. It's a paraphrasing, but it says that he trusts you. Y- you've he's uh. been with Sunray Entertainment for such a long time now. Because of trust. Well, that's a great,
1: that's really a funny thing. So what does that mean to you? I advi- it means a lot because I told him don't trust anybody. So we were in the living room of his house, yeah. and we had had a contract 14 years ago that we went back and forth on. And uh, the contract was kind of like, uh, oh, well, I got to change this. And Arnell, you know, he, he will read every word. Like, there's three things he'll pay attention to. A contract, a food menu. Well, I should put them in the right order, a food menu <laughs> and then a contract. <laughs> and uh, and he would, he would go through <laughs> it, and, and uh, when he was going through it, it was kind of funny, you know. And we couldn't ne- dumb little things that we wouldn't agree on. And finally, he said, he basically, to hell with this, man, you know. And he put out his hand, and we shook hands, and we've never had a contract, ever, in wow. that many years. Yeah. And he's now a partner in our company, and he's a significant part of our company. Yeah. You know, man, I mean, uh, this, was, this was not something I would prescribe for everyone in the music industry to do. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I can't explain. I mean, this is why my whole philosophy of managing changed Yeah. Um, from the standard vision of how you manage an artist to what I think should be done as an artist. Mm-hmm. I am not a big fan of agents. Okay. Not that I don't believe there's a place for doing what agents do. But I believe that a lot of agents would be very effective as managers, much more than being someone who just facilitates the deal. I'll, I'll keep it there so I don't have I, all the agents in the world hating me. Well, him. that was the and thing. Because yeah, I don't want to be like Jerry Maguire. you know, <laughs> the, 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 the book that he wrote that day, which everybody said, we love you, and then they wouldn't talk to him anymore. Uh, you know, but, yeah, I, I think the responsibility of a manager, if you're managing, you know, the great managers, okay, look, Colonel Tom Parker was... I was just about to say that. Yeah, okay. He was, okay, he had his own big faults, which we all know, I mean, and he didn't want to take Elvis out of the country, which was a disservice and the different things for his own selfish reasons. But in reality, what he did do, he actually created opportunity. Oh, yes. And and a lot of managers nowadays don't create real opportunity. They kind of direct opportunity. They direct chance. But they don't really create opportunity and for me i have a philosophy about china you go into a club in china and the chinese will know a song i know this because i was in a club and i listened to them hiring the doobie brothers uh let the music play Hmm. excuse me and they will know that they will know don't stop believing they'll know it they'll Hmm. know the mixes to it but they will have no idea who the band is so for me as a manager, my first thing to do here would be educate the people. Yes. Um, how do you do that? Well, you create a fan club. You create opportunities. You del- delve them opportunities. You give them a simple history of the band, and you keep giving them more in. Get them involved in it. And then also, by the way, when you want to bring the artist, you have an idea how many tickets you can sell, so what kind of venue to take, and you build the artist's profile.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's managing. That's, that's managing. It's not it's, – it's not, I, I believe that the, the job of a manager should be really – to, to manage the artist and hmm. his career, not just oversee and collect a whole lot of shitload of money. Yeah.
2: You
0: know. Well, that Connar Parker, yeah. just uh, they said at the start of that movie that yep, he had his faults, but if it wasn't for him, Elvis.
1: Elvis would have. Uh, it w- it's and and there. Are, uh, listen, the guys who really knew how to manage in his career, hmm. Cavallo uh, uh, Bob Cavallo Cavallo Falco Pagnoli. I mean, you know that was Prince, and you know the different people who who I've known over the years that, that really knew how to to truly manage. And then there's the great promoters. I mean you know um, there, there there have been some special promoters. And, but see for me if you're a manager, okay you don't have to do the job as a promoter but your job should be promoting yes. your artist. So yeah. I'm glad that my artists see it that way too. I think yeah. I'm stupid probably because you know I'm doing three times the work maybe of what would be necessary, but I'm also getting three times the result, yeah, or more. So,
0: so, so that's what you've learned managing at the start to now. The things. Well, I mean, want. my first
1: philosophy as a manager was it was going to be really cool because okay, I, obviously I started out as a musician and so on, and I was I was good um, as a vocalist at the time. I was good as a synthesizer player. I was okay. Mm. Um, what was the band? Iron Sweet, and then I worked with numerous other people including Ricky Iglesias and so but this uh, this is this is something where you get to a point where you know what your positive potential is and people right. say to me your potential because you weren't good enough I said no I, I really you know I mean there were a lot worse I mean we've all heard a lot worse than any of us could be I mean I could probably get one of the waiters here and be better than some of the people that have hit, hit records okay mm. I mean uh, it, there's a lot of components of going into being becoming popular again promoting timing The content that you're putting out at the right part the kind of song songs are huge man people forget how important the song is having writers who can write or an artist who can write really relevant songs um, and I wish we get back to more relevance now with songs Um, a lot of the music now is here today gone tomorrow thank God Um, and uh, that's why you, you know what's amazing is I look at the bands that are out there touring and actually doing well. Look how many of them are '80s bands. Yeah. It's incredible, yeah. man. I mean, you're exactly I, right. And and those are names people remember now. i mean, i just gonna blow people's mind. We're I mean, talking forty years ago. Yeah. All right. I mean, I can't remember people from four years ago. Yeah. And um, you know who I really like the way they write? Like Jay Z, though. Man. I've got to tell you something. People say Jay Z. I mean, the lyrics and some of his stuff. I mean. They're great. Good I cheer. mean, they they grab you. I mean, I mean, mm-hmm. this guy put, you know, the, the, the rubber met the road, man. He gets it, you mm-hmm. know. And it doesn't matter what style it's in. But uh, I think that's why, you know, amazing. There's been a a lot of people, by the way, that really push towards country music yes. more and more. Well, I think it's also because of the strength of the content of the lyrics now. Yeah. I mean, it isn't, you know country folks don't get angry at me you know but i mean it isn't yeah right and and my dog and my 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 truck (laughs) and my wife ran off with the dog groomer (laughs) (laughs) his name was butch anyway i i know but 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 in in reality i i i I say like you know i i think the potential of musician and creation of music now is incredible but it's become so easy you know um I listen to some of this electronic music, and yeah. I, I like electronic music. Yeah. But I like stuff when I know that someone went to a montage keyboard, okay, and they went to XYZ patch, and they played it, yes. and then they layered something on top of it, and I'm going, mm-hmm. wow, you know, there's patches of four different keyboards, sounds, that they're, that they're sampling and putting in there. I'm going, like what the hell? You know, I mean, yeah. seriously. But I, I, think, I, think, I think, you know, everything goes back in time. And I think real, I don't want to say real music, because if I say real music, people hate when I say that, but I think the people know what I mean. Going back to the days when it was raw, it was, you know, there, wasn't, there weren't so many components to making it necessarily even sound good. The recording level wasn't even that good. But I got to tell you, when I come to this jazz bar and I listen to the music and I listen to some of the stuff they have, and I can hear the stuff that they have, you know, recorded over from an, from an LP yes. but they haven't digitized it completely and you can actually hear that. Man Yeah. is that sweet. I mean Yeah. and I started to appreciate it more and more and more because it's been longer and longer and longer since I've heard stuff that made me go wow. I mean sure there are a few artists so in, in talking about what Ed Sheeran was saying um, there are only so many chords in pop music. That's right. So there's obviously going to be a reflection on different things and an integration with different things. Where there's going to be similarity, but mm. you know, th- the similarity isn't so offensive if the quality is so good, mm. um, because people see the creativity there and they know that it wasn't taken. It just happens to follow on a certain genre, and yes. and, and that's happened forever. And he's a very talented guy, obviously. Absolutely. And that guy can writ- write his ass off, but. Um, by the way, he can't read music. People always used to tease me when I was young because I could not read music. And I, you too? Me Same. too. Oh, well, that's good. Okay, <laughs> so now, y'all, if you don't <laughs> like it, you know, Ed Sheeran has made a shit ton of money, money. <laughs> and he cannot read and he makes incredible music. So yes. there you go. Anyway, I'm not saying you should do that,
0: but... It takes a talent to hear it by ear. Yes, and be able to play it, actually. That's right, play it by yeah. ear, Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, you are talking about 80s music being so popular, but uh i've noticed that sanaray entertainment Uh. also used to do i don't know if they still do it now but they did the band competitions in asia
1: yeah okay well that that was really a great idea that was was poorly um executed um and that was poorly executed because i made a mistake I, I, the concept was really more Arnell's than mine, but kind of together, hmm. and uh, it went phenomenal. We did like, I think we did like a hundred and sixty thousand artists in the first wow. ninety days that we had entered it. Do you have any idea what it takes to <laughs> have <laughs> people through. watch a hundred and sixty thousand <laughs> artists' videos? <laughs> and now you got to have somebody watch the whole thing because you got to make sure you don't put it up there and somebody does something, beep, 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 right? <laughs> yes. That they shouldn't be doing. Because we had that, um, we had one girl who was a tremendous singer who decided that um, showing her capacity with <laughs> fruit was <laughs> going to land her a gig, which was kind of amazing. And, and then, and then on top of it, um, just the monetary level. But the thing was also, I don't. It, it, I also learned that people around the world do not understand geograph geography at all, because it was supposed to be the Asian Music Camp. Yes, I had. You know, Azerbaijan, by John Rush. I mean, you name it from everywhere. So then we decided to make it World Music Camp. And we we're like, OK, we're going to do this, but we're just not going to do it. We still want to do it, actually. Mm-hmm. But I've got to have a lot of time um, to be able to really do it right and set it up properly. Because it's a lot more than I thought it was. Mm-hmm. A lot more. I'm um, getting the caliber of music there to be able to figure out how to really judge it. How to. It's a lot. It's a lot. If you're looking for something extra to do in your off time, you know, I'd be more than happy to have you join our team to do Come that. On. There you go. And, you know. <laughs> L- look at music. Start awesome. here at Heyday and you'll see some amazing, uh, oh, yes. amazing, amazing artists. You know, if you like jazz. Absolutely. You know, and
0: uh, yeah, cool. I want to go back into uh, history. Uh, I do believe you were born in St. Louis or raised in St. Louis.
1: I was hatched, yes. Hatched. Um, I was, yep. yes, I was hatched. <laughs> I was like mork from ork, you know.
0: Uh, were your parents in no. entertainment? No. No.
1: No. Okay. No. Not 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 even a l- well they were entertaining but they were <laughs>
0: <laughs> So yeah. how did, how did
1: my, you my 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 father was from actually Argentina. Right. Uh from Mendoza and he came to America when he was very young um because they had had one of their 136,000, you know, civil issues down there right. where everybody right. left the country. Mm. And so uh he came to America and um ended up there. My mom was American and uh I grew up in St. Louis, and uh, I thought, you know, the initial thing was, there was a song called Girls, Girls, Girls when I was young. And it wasn't Motley Crue. Motley is no, yeah. no, no, it was <laughs> another one. And, um, you know, I, 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 I liked Elvis Presley movies, and I, I, I did the math, okay? Um, you got kind of kinky, funky hair. You're kind of cool, but, you know, you play a lot of sports, but how are you going to get the girls? Well, immediately I realized Elvis had figured this out. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so, so when I was a kid, you know, um, I would put a flashlight up in my room in different places on my bunk bed, uh. um, and they were supposed to be spotlights, right? Uh. And I would sing Elvis and all kinds of different, yeah, different right. Bachman Turner Overdrive. By the way, he passed away yesterday. The guy oh. uh, Bachman yeah, he passed away yesterday, 70, oh. 71. But uh, you know, just different stuff. And in in high school, I got with a band, and we played a lot of gigs um, around the local area, and we won a Battle of Bands in St. Louis, which was pretty amazing because we were kids, and they were all, like, uh, adults. And uh, we went off to Chicago and different places and played, and then we went to L.A. to try to make it, and we did all right. And then I worked with some real notable people. But when I said I wasn't good enough, you know, it wasn't just good enough. You know, be, be being good. I mean, there's some. We all know there's some artists that made tremendous success without necessarily being the most talented people on earth. Mm-hmm. I just knew what I was much better at, mm-hmm. and it was promoting. And it was from a young age. When my my, my when my group had their battle of bands in St. Louis, I figured out how to win the battle of the bands in St. Louis when we were like 17 years old, right. by basically. uh Figuring out how to invite every high school kid to Six Flags, there was in St. Louis. <laughs> so <laughs> we we uh, we had pretty pretty extraordinary. And after. the
0: promoter manager stuff. Yeah, it started, man. Long. And they
1: were all like, and 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 my cousin, who basically I don't speak with, although he was a tremendous musician, um, he he said to me one time, "Man, you would be the best manager ever." And I took it as an insult because I was like, "Man, I want to be a rock, star. a rock star." Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what, man? I got to tell you. I, I I think that I'm pretty good at this. I I and I mean I mean I, I can tell you 88 things. If my girlfriend was here. It'd be 188 things. <laughs> I'm probably not very good at. But but th- this 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 is one I get it, and I I really know how to deal with artists. But also now, I'm very selective of who I'll represent. Mm. Um, life is too short. I'm 58. It's not old. I want to live old. <laughs> Um, I actually, I actually, seriously, I'm not, not, I won't name a name, but I actually know one of the greatest managers in the world Mm -hmm. who some of his clients literally gave him a heart attack. I mean, he was getting calls 24 hours a day. They were insane. They were out of their mind. They were, he had, it was, and it it literally destroyed his health to a point the guy had two heart attacks, not one, two, he's still alive. And now he doesn't represent those people, which thank God. Um, but, uh, yeah. It's, it's not as easy as people think. Yeah. It really
0: is not. What was the St. Louis the music scene like? Wow.
1: S- well, I mean, St. Louis music scene is uh, one of the greatest music scenes of all time. I mean. predominantly blues jazz? Or yeah, well I mean, yeah. Tina Turner. K- Tina oh, yeah, Turner, right. Tina Turner came from there. Um, Johnny B. Good. Um, uh, uh, yeah. uh You know, all the, all the whole the music scene there, I mean. East St. Louis is a place that the musicianship that's come from there back in the day was mm. incredible. Mm. Now, if you went there, it would be a little bit challenging because it's one of the highest crime rates in the world. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, but the music scene in St. Louis was always strong, um, especially in the jazz and blues. Eh? Right. Yeah, but I, I, you know, I, I didn't, um, I didn't really relate well in St. Louis. I mean, St. Yeah. Louis is the show me. Missouri is the show me state. And these are the ultra conservative um you should do a b c and d and this is how you'll succeed and they were actually right because i probably wouldn't have had some of the problems i had in my life uh had i followed those rules but i'm okay
0: And what was your first impressions of la california a bit different to well i
1: remember when we drove out there um it was it was really first of all you know we had this great record opportunity but yeah. no money so it was a deal where we're going to give you an opportunity, guys. Show us what you can do. We got there. Well, two of the four members quit when we landed. <laughs> we, but we drove out there. And uh, <laughs> two and a half months, two months later, you know, they're putting us up in an apartment to record it and done. So they were going to wait and see what they were going to do. And I was sleeping in the garage on a lazy boy that I got at a, uh, at a uh, rummage sale. And a, uh, I had a lamp. And then I found a little dog that chewed the cord to the lamp, which is kind of fucked up. Um, so, so, yeah, I was in the garage with the no lights. But, no, I mean, uh, yeah, I sold fax toner. I didn't even know what the shit was. Wow. At, like, 5 in the morning because it was 8. No, 6 in the morning because it was 9 in New York. Mm. So, and then I worked in an Italian restaurant that was owned by an Iranian family. who Neither one of us knew how to make pizza, but I thought it was a job. <laughs> and uh, then at night I would play gigs. And, um, yeah, uh, L.A. used to be... Wow, you know you could actually earn your keep in LA. You could actually bust your ass, get lucky, get around. I think now LA is uh, not the same. It's yes. formulated. It's a different world,
0: you know. Uh. And how is it now? Like with the music scene, is it still prominent,
1: LA? I mean, you know the thing. Uh, look, man. One
0: thing I love about
1: Shanghai. Mm. There's actually live music here. Yes. Okay, and I mean you've got Heyday. You have Shake. Another one. That my girlfriend owns my way, mm-hmm. um, but I'm I'm involved with Social House here. One of my buddies. I just I'm a small little guy in it. Yeah. But uh, I got involved with Social House here, and uh, he's going to have live music coming up, which we expect hey. to be at a good caliber. You know, you look at all all the different venues around the city. There's so many great jazz places and music places, and and even just the care, even in some bars, that people do to the music. They don't just have like little. I'll look up. Hey, the playlist. Three hours and fifty-seven. Hit button. No, they actually choose the music. It, it's it's refreshing, actually. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it, is. Yeah, it, is it is.
0: I'm it playing is. here too. All around, yeah. it's real good. A real good underground. And uh, nice little family. It's New
1: York-esque. Yeah. Without the shootings. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's yeah. very 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 safe. When did you decide to sort of go into uh, making sunray? entertainment how far was that into your music career
1: it was it was actually it was actually really cool um i, m- I made that decision uh probably about 14 years ago you know i was a new life you know i ended up getting arnell and i knew i had to have a different platform for this because i knew the opportunity that was there and the potential hmm. i remember i was on a golf course and john Barrett who is iconic as, I mean, he had managed, I don't know who all from Christine Aguilera to journey, the blah, 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 blah. I mean, R-E-O-S-P, I mean, God knows how many, Boston, oh no, I mean, yeah. guys, guys, are kind of, he, we were on a golf course and we were hitting balls and he's very, he's very great golfer and he said, um, you know, Renee, if you're doing this in L.A., you're a small fish with a lot of sharks in a big pond, but in Asia, with Arnell and what you have built and the concerts you put on and what you've done, I did Journey Live in Manila. I've done do yes. blah 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 on and on and on. Um, Amazing. He's like you can you can be the bridge and you can be a bigger fish there that the fish over here may need. Yes. Man, was he right? That was the best. That was the best round of golf I ever paid for. <laughs> <laughs> that <Then> he, <laughs> you know, and uh, yeah. So we're trying to do our thing, and um, you uh, know, we're we're excited.
0: Did uh, I hear a couple of years ago that you? Uh, before the pandemic were you trying to organize like a festival here in in china trying to get festival shows here or is that just no
1: no you know what i i never even i never did i mean i i okay i never actively did in my mind i had a thought i would love to do a jazz festival i would love to do a jazz festival um that would be I, i mean it's the perfect place for it. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's just it's perfect. It's the
0: predominant music here. Yeah, I,
1: I, mean. I, I would like to do, like, a... Uh, I'd like to do different festivals, but I, I, I think a festival in music also needs to have cultural entertainment. Uh, you know, and Not only cultural entertainment, but cultural education as to music. Um, yeah, you don't know. We'll see what happens in the future. I mean, uh, the, the, the government here, you know, has been very supportive and very kind as to everything that i've discussed with them and look every place in the world has rules and regulations and yes. they're but here it's just keep it cool and keep it classy and you know what i that's my motto of my company so it's really easy yeah i'm very happy with it
0: very happy with it i want to talk about one of your other highlights as they keep coming in Oriente, oh from, yes. from australia yeah our man. girl
1: Wow. What can I tell you about Ori? Ori is uh, genuinely a gem as a person. She um, seems like it. She's super sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, exceptionally talented to the point that I can't even imagine anyone not realizing that she's... You know, I used to hate something people would say. Well, she's one of the best female guitarists in the world. I wanted just every time I wanted to strangle him. I was like, no, sorry. She's one, definitively one of the best guitarists in the world. Mm-hmm. And that's without a question. she's extremely talented she's a brilliant songwriter. she Agreed. is uh exceptional at um at every aspect i mean you know the 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 our relationship as far as me managing her and all came to an end because of nothing more than the fact that she needed someone who could give her the 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 daily attention that she deserves yes. And with what I'm doing with my company and the investors that I got, suddenly all this money came into investment into my company, mm-hmm. um, really serious money, and they're going, you got to this on this and this. There was no way to do those two things. I mean, with Arnell being part of our company, we kind of maneuver and all, and it's a little different, but, you know, but she's got a, a really great new manager. Mm-hmm. The lady that manager is fantastic, and they're really nice people, and mm-hmm. she's... I wish her nothing but the best, and I I hope and I feel confident that as things continue to open in in China, before long opportunities that I really wanted to bring to her. The thing was, I I really didn't intend originally on managing her. She was in a situation where, she I felt she could have had better representation, right. So I stepped in, and what was unfortunate was we really had a big plan to bring her to China. We wanted to release all these this music here, and it was a per- and then, COVID came. Yeah and basically the whole thing got put on hold and with an artist putting on hold is brutal
2: Um,
1: because time passes and creativity you know that they had at one point changes to a different type of creativity but i i think she will i I, I can't imagine that that she'll do anything but hit the absolute top and i'll be the first one to buy a ticket
0: absolutely and um i'm going to the u.s in august hopefully i can get to see her perform I've seen her a bunch of times in Australia Yeah. before I come to China. So playing with Richie, and then that would swap. She'd play in her his band, then yeah, he'd play in her band. Yeah, yeah, so for sure. Um, seen a She's t- a great girl, man. Yeah.
1: You know what? She's a great girl. She's a great person. I understand that her mother is a, a, a pretty well-known author, author, writer, a book writer, um, which is cool. And and um, I mean, I look, she's she's. I, I just. I just am glad things opened up because I know it was really hard on Ori because she was stuck in America during the pandemic. Mm. She couldn't see her family for how long, and it was hard on everybody. My mother passed away during that. I mean, there was there's there's things that you can't get back. But, you know, all that. I'll say this, man. Oriante, if if you ever want to see somebody, do everything that's possible with a guitar, other than fly it out of the building, okay, (laughs) and get on it and use it as like a magical spaceship. Mm -hmm. She's. The best there is. I mean, she's just beyond.
0: And it's beyond. not just. And, and everybody focuses on her guitar playing, but her, her vocals, her writing, yeah, her vo- writing and her vocals are amazing well. too. Oh my yes. God, yeah, yeah, that's the, That's she's what she's people miss out. on Absolutely. And she's written some great hits. Uh, Unbelievable. Yeah. So. Um, and she's written a lot
1: of songs that I've heard that she's going to release. Yeah. Right. And wow. Yeah.
0: Wow. Wow. Wow.
1: Wow. 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 Yeah. But you know what? There's people in the world who you know they have that talent. They deserve to have the attention. <laughs> But there was just honestly a point where there was no way for me being over here to be able to do that there and do this, yeah, and, this yeah. and this and this and this. Different with Arnell and some of the other ones and different stages of their career and different. But but she's got a great lady, great lady that's 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 uh, representing her and I, I like I said I don't expect to see her anywhere but number one, not number three, not number five, not number two. I think she'll go to number one again, yeah. I for sure, for
0: sure. Where do you see the future of music going? Wow It's ch- ever changing all the time. What do the I valid. hope?
1: I hope it gets back to like we, we talked about before. I hope it gets line. back to an opportunity to the really line. class people spending the time to really write, not not say, "Oh, I wrote the song today and you know it's ready to go and we're going to go in and record it because we can now in four hours and I, I hope I hope people take the time to really create this is again going back to Ori my god mm. man. The girl, when she'd go in the studio, till it was right, she wasn't done. It had to be right. And yeah. I mean spot on right. And uh, that's pretty pretty exciting, you yeah. know. Um, the, you know, where it go, I, I'm not even smart enough to know where it should go yeah. or what I hope it's going to go or, or where it might go. I mean, I- in our world, I want to make music be a little more like a book mm-hmm. where people don't just open the cover, look at the front cover, open it up, Read the, uh, the overview and then uh, and say, wow, I, I, I read the book. I, I want people to have music out there that they actually, I want to see artwork come with music like the old albums have. I want to see yeah. the opening of something, whether it's digitally or whatever, where you can feel where this band was going from, where they were going. There's nothing like going in a record store. I grew up going to Peaches yeah. Records and going through the albums and going oh my god man and seeing it look at the artwork and looking at the and opening it up and pulling it out and seeing more stuff yeah it, it, this is what i would like to see happen with music yeah. where where yeah. there is a there's a place to purchase to view to whatever it is music <coughs> which tells more of a story than just a song
0: well you're trying to help it out i saw on your website that you've got these Anel and aria are doing the live performances yeah uh, streaming services are you mm. still doing that
1: we're going to do a lot of that, yeah. yeah. that's
0: uh, we, We're going to do a lot of that
1: for a lot of people. In fact, the Doobie Crazy Brothers to. have already committed that they'll do their 50th oh. anniversary geosphere concert, which will take you 50 years of their music through the times of the world. And wow. Now, they will be picked up by a spaceship, but yeah. I have to, <laughs> you know, I have to keep it fun, right? <laughs>
0: what, what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Trust in
1: God. Trust in God. Huh? Okay. I'm, I'm religious, yeah, I'm, yep. I'm going. Go
0: Okay.
2: Yeah,
1: trust in God and yeah. it's, 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 it's al- it, always, it always works out if you're angry, if you're upset mm. if you feel like you know, something didn't go right with yourself or somebody, patience trust in God because you know what man, some of the mm. most fucked up shit I've ever seen <laughs> has turned out later on to be some of the greatest opportunities I've ever had yeah. and you just and, and patience and persistence yes. and man give it time I mean, Rome wasn't built in a day, man. It, it takes time. It takes time. Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: Some short questions. You just give me your top two or three favorite, and okay. then we'll finish it. Yeah, sure. It's getting full. Your top two or three favorite artists of all time, as of today. As of today, of all, of all time. Yes. Kenny Loggins.
2: Yes.
1: Uh, Michael McDonald. Yes. Frank Sinatra. Elvis Presley. Okay. Uh, go on. Uh,
0: top three favorite albums of all time.
1: Uh, oh, man. Grand Illusion Sticks? Yes. I, I can't help it. that one. as that, us see them just, play live. Wow. Oh, man. Oh, Amma- fantastic. Uh, uh, amazing, amazing, amazing. Hey, Arnell, I said Revelation by Journey, the one when you came back. I shouldn't say I, I, I give you that. Give <laughs> that <laughs> uh, No, I mean, not to take anything from Steve, obviously. Yeah. Very, but, yeah, well, no, um, Chicago albums. Oh, my God, yes. man. Chicago, yes. Chicago, Chicago, Chicago. Jason Sheff, what a... You know, because Jason took over for like, I don't know, man, 17 years or something with Chicago. One of the absolute, one of the absolute best vocalists ever. Unbelievable. Chicago. Yeah.
0: First album you ever bought? Elvis Presley
1: from uh, Hawaii. The Satellite uh, Concert. Oh, uh, yes. I one, right. Yes,
0: yes. What was the last one you bought?
1: Album? Yes. Last album that I bought probably, no, oh, he gave me that. I got Prince gave me Purple Rain. He gave me a Purple Rain. Yeah, I know. It's at home. It's (laughs) put away. Very safe. Uh, Let's see. Uh, It was a Van Halen
0: album, but I can't
1: remember which one.
0: Van Halen. Uh Yeah. Last question. Who is your greatest inspiration slash hero and why?
1: Seeing what Arnell has done with his career is an inspiration to me because of where he came from and what he sustained and the person he has been, remained being, and still is, and I'm sure will be for the rest of his life. I I trust in God, and and I say that, you know, as far as people, and God for me is not just one thing. It can be whatever anybody feels that's a positive, good thing in their life. You know, I'd say, like, what is my biggest who or what or something? My parents. Um, And and I've got a lot of unbelievable friends, man. I mean, real friends. Yeah. Like, when the shit goes wrong, they're there. But I've only acquired them in the last 15 years, Mm. a lot of them. Not all of them, but a lot of them. And I think that has more to do with me than than it had to do with them. I'm a better person. um, And I think now I have an opportunity because I am, and I've worked really hard. But one thing, now I've worked hard. That's one thing I always hear from other people. Tim Jorstad, who's probably the biggest business manager in the music industry. Um, He's had everybody from Journey to Santana, to Earth, Wind & Fire, blah, 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 blah. And he, uh, he said to me, you know, man, you worked hard. You know, I was on the phone the other day with John Barrick, and he said, I want to see you succeed to such a level, man, because you worked so hard. And you know what? We have. And But you know what? A lot of people work hard, and a lot of people don't get lucky. And fortune, luck, blessings, God, put them all in the thing. You know, if you're doing things and you don't stop, you'll succeed. Believe that.
0: That's a great way to finish it up for tonight. Where you you go, man. You've done a lot of things that I would want to do in your career. Well, one day I'll actually
1: go through A to Z. We do another one of these from where it started. I mean, from World Cup concerts in South Africa to, to, I mean, uh, events all over the world at different levels and things. But, you know, uh, the the one thing I will say to everybody out there in this aren't just work, uh, you know, this isn't coming from someone. This interview is not coming from somebody that's at the top of the world. There's people out there you could have gotten in that would have been far more successful than me. I'm less successful than me, but define what success is. Success, yeah, is right. success is, are you happy? Are you content? Do you wake up in the morning? And do you want to get out of bed, or do you want to keep laying there? And i got to tell you, whatever you're doing, unless you're with your beautiful partner, um, if you don't want to get out of bed, change what you're doing because you need to be doing something else.
0: That's Great advice. Doing. Yeah, thanks. And I thank you very much for your time. Yeah, man. All the best, and I'm yeah. sure we'll keep in contact. Peace, for sure. All right. Good, man. Thanks, cheers. Hi, I'm Nigel, the Shanghai psychic. I can tune into to your loved ones in the spirit world, but I can also tune in to you, tell you about your path and the choices that you need to make and need to know. I'm currently giving thirty percent discount on all. Tell Craig your story, listeners. Just use the code Tell Craig your story for thirty percent off your first psychic reading with me online. At Nigel, the Shanghai Psychic.